Well, Letitia, here we are at uh, Fitzy's Beer Garden. If you're going to think of a good location to record a podcast, yeah. can you think of a better place? This is one of the best. I think it yes. is. I'm inspired uh, to yeah. be out in our city yeah. at one of its finest establishments. We have plants, music in the background. That's right. Under under an umbrella. It's pretty hot today, but uh, we're surviving. We like our hot days in Toowoomba. <laughs> They're few and far between. Anyway, let's get on with why we're really here. Um been really enjoying our conversations and, and today we're going to talk about something that I think is such an important thing, um, really, really critical. In fact, probably one of the most critical things when we, when we start talking about city gospel movements. Mm. Um, one of the key pillars of a city gospel movement, and, and I think Mac Peer or Tim Keller, one of those two guys from New York uh, who have written about this, they say when, one of the key evidences of a city gospel movement is when the great humanitarian crises of that city are being addressed um, and that's a great thing like when you when you look around and, and movement days in Sydney this year we talked about lamenting the pain of, of mm. your city and in Toowoomba you know you are very much in tune with the pain of the city um, particularly among young girls and women in our city and so you, you know this from first-hand experience but when you, when you start hearing that pain and start addressing it and start stepping into it and start using your voice in that area you find that you're not a lone voice that there are other voices and there are other people who, who may have been working on this stuff for longer than you have, more passionately than you have, and more effectively than you have for, for, for a long time. Um, and suddenly you're presented with the, with the proposition of, do we partner with these people or don't we? Uh, tell me about your experience with that as, as you've, social justice is one of your hmm. heartbeats, as you've um, ministered into the pain of the city, to use yeah. a, a bit of a Christianese phrase there. Yeah. Um, what have you found to be true about other voices in the city? Yeah, the first thing I notice is that um, quite often the non-Christians are more passionate on some of these issues wow. and doing a lot more than what we do. And so to me, that's the heart. Of, they're still expressing mm. the heart of God, even though they haven't come to faith, but that's okay. Mm. So they're expressing the heart of God and we need to partner with them. Mm. Um, but yes, they can have some very different views on different things. And I think in the past, the church has been really good at if we don't agree, then we're not going to work yeah. with them. Yeah. Um, so just a recent example we've had here in Toowoomba, mm. um, big humanitarian crisis is domestic violence yeah. everywhere. Uh, there's a group called White Ribbon. Every year they do a rally and I've just been turning up year after year, mm. even engaging with these people outside of the rally. How mm. can we work together um, and partner mm. on things? Obviously, one of the key things we're coming around is the violence against women. Mm. But um, we've also discovered that they are pro-choice and yeah. um, actively um, support abortion, yeah. um, which would be probably in the past I would have gone, well, if they're supporting that, I'm not going to work with them. But um, big revelation to me has been the importance of just turning up to these mm. things, mm. having relationship. Then that gives you a voice and ability to speak into some yeah. of the other issues at the right time. So, yeah. Um, it's vital. It's so key. And I think that's so true what you've said that it's almost as if, I don't know if we'd say it this way, but it's almost as if the church finds reasons not to partner with people. And it reminds me of um, some writing from, I think it was the 70s or 80s. I think it was David Bosch who wrote about this. I could be wrong. Um, but he, he wrote about these two ideas of uh, a bounded set versus a centered set uh, concept. And he was really talking here about uh, church unity, but I think we can apply it to what we're talking about here. Um, so what he was saying there is with a bounded set, we put, it, we put a circle around people who tick the boxes that we decide are the important boxes to tick. Yeah. And if they tick those boxes, we can work with them. Yeah. So you can see how in church unity that could be a problem. Yeah. Um, it could be very exclusive and, and all that sort of thing. 
what he was proposing is this idea of a centered set. So when we talk about church unity, the center is who else but Jesus, right? Hmm. Jesus is at the center and, and his glory and uh, he being the son of God and all that sort of thing, that sits at the center. And as long as you're facing in that direction, we can partner together. So if you take that and you put it into what we're talking about now, I think it's, it's so helpful for us to understand and to process this idea. So for, for Christians who are listening, I think particularly the younger generations who are listening, who are thinking of their passion for a particular social justice issue, but nervous about partnering with other people in the city who might not share the same or tick the boxes mm. of their evangelical faith or whatever it is. Mm. There's as a, it's actually the, the opportunity for partnership because you're looking at the same center. You use yep. the example of domestic violence. Who are the other people in my city who are concerned for domestic violence like I am? Yeah. And because we're looking at that same center, yep. we can work together. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. No, it's... Uh, such a key and, sub and, and always quite often an opportunity to share why we do what we do and, mm. and speak a lot more into those issues and build relationships um, long going. So it's so important. Absolutely. I remember, um, you know, we, we did the City Free From Porn rally this year for the third time. Yes. And uh, what was really significant about that is half, half, maybe even more than half of our presenters and our speakers didn't claim an evangelical Christian faith like you and I would. No. But they're passionate about... Mm -hmm education and awareness about the harms of pornography and so to partner with them was exceptional can you tell us a bit more about that like what what was the what was your background of that what's the backstory to, to bringing you to that point yeah again i think we've got to um work smarter not harder um yeah. and especially on an issue like um pornography people look at us and think we're just religious freaks mm. um but this year we were able to invite hetty johnson who's mm. quite well known um around our nation speaking out against uh sexual violence on mm. on kids and um child abuse and all of that so she has a heart particularly around um pornography because it harms children yeah. and what it's doing to kids so we invited her to speak about that mm. um not even adult porn because she probably has a different idea on that yeah. but yep. if we can send around what she's passionate mm. and um, because we had her there um, it gave us a voice to a lot more non-christians in yeah. our city and the media pick we probably had the best media we've ever had yeah um and you know it's a risk sometimes you don't always know what they're going to say mm. but um yeah it was brilliant yeah i think yeah excellent it makes it makes me think i mean what, what I think we also need to be careful of is, is swinging the pendulum too far because, it, you know, I know you, I know your heart, and you know my heart. Our heart is to see the kingdom come. Mm. And, in fact, the heart of every person, and th this is a big claim, um, not, a, not, a, not a trendy claim in 2018, but the heart of every human actually longs for the kingdom of God. Mm. That, that's, that's, um, that's a reality that I think comes from the fact that every human being is created in the image of God. Definitely. There is a longing for the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is perfect peace. Shalom is the word, the Hebrew yep. word that, that's, that's pretty cool sounding, but just means perfect peace. Relation, yes. Relationship with each other, relationship with God, relationship with the earth, perfect peace. And so when, what, what I think is so, such a key part of what we're talking about here is when we, when we hear the heart of a person that has a passion for domestic violence or pornography, yeah, or not for pornography, for <laughs> you know, awareness around <laughs> pornography. <laughs> little slip of the tongue there, but... Um, you're actually hearing an echo of the of the voice of God and the heart of God for the kingdom of God. Yeah. And so w the other opportunity that I think this creates, if we, if we have this bounded set approach where we say, sorry, you don't tick our boxes, so we're not going to partner with you. Hmm. We, we like what you're doing, but we're going to do our own thing because we think we're better at it because we are the Christians and we've hmm. got a monopoly here on compassion yeah. and care. Yeah. If you actually get over that and yeah. with humility yeah. come alongside these people, you can actually answer their cry 
yeah. for the kingdom of God. It, it yeah. creates an evangelistic opportunity, essentially. Huge. That's what I'm saying. Huge. I remember um, having a government worker come to our city women office and she'd been mm. working with young people and it'd been a lot of funding models and programs came and went and I was just able to share our model of, you know, uh, hundreds of volunteers mm. just being available um, for free with yeah. no funding at any time. And she, by the end of the conversation, she looked at me and said, you guys are going to make a difference in this city because you actually care. Wow. Uh, and that's mm. what, and, and then I was able to speak because we, we think every person has dignity and yep. worth and value yep. beyond the funding of a program yeah. like whether yeah. we have funding or not we will still be in that space so yeah. that was quite a profound moment mm. i remember her in my office just being able to share that yeah but she just picked that up from um, our conversation of how we do things it's incredible and and you know that that opportunity you have i mean people love talking about their passion mm. and love talking about the reason why they do things and with that passion unless they're an egomaniac and just like the sound of their own voice um, you know, they may ask, well, what drives you? What's your driving force? And to be, have that opportunity and then I guess that courage too to say, well, I'm actually driven by a belief that we're creating the image of God, that the, the earth has actually been impacted by man's rebellion towards God. You might not yeah. use these heavy words, but yeah. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Just thinking off the, off the cuff. And, and I long to see people restored. Yeah. And, and that's, that's holistic. That's yeah. not just spiritually. It's, it's socially. It's, it's psychologically. It's all these things. And so, um, that there yeah, that creates the opportunity for the gospel conversation yeah. that you might not have with this person if you keep this bounded set thing. We can't work with you because yeah, you don't believe absolutely. what we believe. Um, about two years ago, one of our greatest allies was our brothel manager, yeah. um, wow. who was she was managing the brothel not for money but just mm. because she had a passion for the prostitutes because yeah. she had been a prostitute for many years and no one looked after her. Mm. So she was managing because she wanted to look after these um, mm. prostitutes. And then when she found our team that um, had an equal passion and wanted to mm. connect with the prostitutes, she just opened the door and just uh, welcomed us in and yeah. made every opportunity yeah. available. So we were having a great... I mean, it's odd because mm. most often when I tell Christians that, they think, how can the brothel manager have a heart for prostitutes yeah. when she's yeah. selling them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but in her way... She did, yeah. and she was doing her best to protect them, look mm. after them, mm. get them out even. Yeah, right. um, and so that was awesome. And through that, yeah, she really became open to God, yeah. and um, we had a great impact on her life. Yeah, that's brilliant. And I think that's a, a really profound example of, of partnering and <laughs> partnership um, that, that uh, a pastor can partner with a, a brothel manager for a common cause. Yeah. Um, not because you agree on everything, no but way. because about that particular thing, you have that same passion. And then again, that creates the opportunity. I know there was the opportunity with this particular brothel manager to share mm -hmm. uh, the heart and, mm -hmm. and the, the kingdom and all that sort mm. of thing. Not that that's always our motive, no. but those opportunities will come. Well, that was never our motive, but yeah, yeah. she starts asking the questions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that gives absolutely. us the opportunity. Yeah, that's brilliant. This is so important. Um, I mean... We've only talked about this for 11 minutes and 20 seconds, but I think this is so important for the church uh, in a city who starts developing a posture for a city yeah. to see a city gospel movement. We need, yeah. to, we need to be thinking beyond our traditions and beyond our yeah. boxes that need ticking. Yeah, um, this really challenges a lot of our religiosity, yeah. Um, yeah. our arrogance, yep. thinking that we know how to do it Absolutely. better or that we need yeah. to set up a new Christian ministry to... Mm have it totally pure yeah. yep. um, 
yeah, it, it really confronts a lot of those and um, mm. requires a lot of your more humility yeah. and grace. Yep. Um, but that's okay. I think in the long run, a better outcome is achieved. Yeah. I think it, it makes me think a bit about, you know, I think we've come out of um, a season, and I won't, put a, I won't put a number of decades on it, but a season of focusing more on the sin in people. Um, and that's true. <laughs> we are all marred by sin. But over and above the fact that the image of God resides in every human, hmm. you know, every single human being has dignity because they bear the image of God. Yeah, everyone's yeah. tainted by sin and everyone's yeah. a sinner, but everyone bears the image of God. And, yeah. and part of bearing that image of God is that people have, generally speaking, people have a, 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 a quest for justice, mm-hmm. um, a, a compassion for people, that, like something that lights their fire, that no matter what their background, they can be a complete atheist, but still yeah. have a fire in their belly for a particular social issue and yeah. again I know I'm repeating myself here but when we when we partner with those people around a sentence set approach rather than that bounded set yeah. there's just such a profound opportunity to call out the image of God in that person and say you know w- let me l- let me tell you humbly where I think your your passion is coming from yeah I mean again another story I think of the Buddhists here in Toowoomba mm. they moved in can't remember 10 or so years ago yeah uh, and they're centering around peace. Yeah, um, yeah. And we yeah. know as Christians there's no peace without Jesus. Yeah. But, hey, I can join in that with them. Um, mm. And so they started inviting me to events and I turned up and um, just developing a relationship to the point where they had a conference and asked me to be one of their speakers. Wow. So, you know, unless you turn up to these things, you don't get mm. invited yeah. um, to have a voice. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. we just got to turn up have a voice now again was i able to speak jesus at the conference no mm. not mm. outwardly but i was able mm. to share values yeah yeah um and things that drive us um here in, mm. in toowoomba and then as a result of that relationship they now turn up to our yeah. city free from porn yep. because they think porn disturbs the peace yeah. which it does yep. <laughs> yeah uh, so we're working together on some things which again can blow people's minds yeah i think what stops us so often is fear yeah uh, fear yeah. of Oh, what are, are they gonna, you know, yeah. infiltrate us, or are they gonna, <laughs> what, you know, fear of other people's sin? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think, I think too, part of that fear is we actually fear for Jesus. And now, let me explain what I mean. And this, when we when we put it this way, I think it reveals how silly we can be. We fear that Jesus isn't big enough to defend himself yeah. or to speak for himself. Yeah. So I remember, I remember being asked to be a part of a radio interview. I won't name the station, and uh, I was going to go on as the pastor of a Baptist church. And I was going to go on a panel with a uh, Jewish rabbi and a Muslim uh, leader. I, I, I can't remember the, what they're called, but Muslim um, leader. And uh, we were going to talk around the discussion, who is Jesus? And I, I was petrified at first, but then I got a bit excited. And the reason I was excited is because I thought my prayer was, no, Jesus, you are big enough to um, speak through me. You, you, you are, if you're the king of kings and, and you really are who you say you are, you're never threatened by anyone. Mm. Now, I got all pumped for that interview and it was the, it was the day before and I was going, oh man, I'm going to be, you know, because that, 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 the petrified part of me was still was still lingering. The radio station host rang me the day before and said the station shut it down because they don't want any non-Christian content. Mm. And I just thought, wow, what a shame mm. that we don't, we don't actually trust that when we walk into these situations yeah. and we walk into these partnerships, we fear that if they don't tick our boxes, we're going to compromise Absolutely. something. And I just go, man... Do we really believe Jesus is as powerful and as, as mighty yeah, as we sing absolutely. about him being if we're a bit scared to walk into these things, not thinking that he can actually um, 
hand, hold his own yeah. better than we think he can. Yeah. No, a lot mm. of fear, a lot of control. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I think a, a good way to round this off is release the king. Yeah. Release the king into, into the city that he loves yeah. and yeah. he serves humbly, uh, that he weeps over, yeah. that he uh, just has deep compassion for. He's the king. He, he yeah. out-trumps us in love. He out-trumps us in power and compassion. And, and when we start playing games with who we will and won't partner with, I think we yeah. can limit his Absolutely. His and we're not mm. going to see a city gospel movement unless mm. we um, engage in the city uh, with good people who have been at yep. it for a long time, yep. who are passionate. Um, we've just got to think outside mm. the box more and more. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to uh, next year, uh, to May, Sydney, uh, yep. May 8 and 9, yep. Sydney Movement Day. It's this National Australian Movement Day. And I'm looking forward to hearing more stories like the ones you've shared today. Yeah. Um, you always outdo me with stories, by the oh. way. I just like to talk theology and then you come in with your stories sure. about That's how good. that works. We balance it's each it's, other. It's perfect. It works well. Um, and so uh, more stories of this and also not just the stories, but the inspiration to go back into our cities and, yeah. and start to see more of this happening. Yeah. Um, so I've really enjoyed this conversation today. It's, it's been a great conversation, but it needs to be a reality. Totally. And excited to see where God will take us here in Toowoomba and where he will take our listeners into their cities. Yeah. Exciting. Very good. Thanks, well, Sam. Thank you, Letitia. Good as always to be with you. 